Coming up, we are paying tribute to the great restaurant known as NBA City. Live from the Bob Varley studio, this is the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. This is episode 49 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of this show that we're doing about Universal. I am your host, Craig Williams, and joined with me today is Jenny Lindup. Hey everybody. And in the back, on the controls, Rhino Clavin. Hello. I just realized I'm kind of being a little bit breathy with the way I'm talking. I don't know why I'm taking such big breaths. 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 Uh, breaths. Yeah. Breath. Oh breaths. 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 Still, it's still coming out that way. A breathy. I'm just, I'm feeling very breathy. I don't know what's happening with that, but uh, I apologize if it's uh, blowing out people's eardrums if you're listening to the audio version and if you're watching the video version well you have to put up with looking at us so there's that uh yeah so for everyone who um that's what i was gonna say for everyone who's wondering where is dustin west dustin is always back on the controls Uh, where is he well he is currently uh in california on a Diz slash Dreams Unlimited Travel exclusive uh, Adventures by Disney trip. So he will be back with us next week. But for now, it's just our little ragtag team that fills in whenever he's gone. So I hope you're uh, happy with us, what we're doing. I kind of wavered there. I got sad for a second. You hesitated. You're unsure. There was a bit of hesitation, a bit of wavering. I hope you're yeah. happy with us. I hope you're happy with us. And if you're not, well, write in, call, complain, whatever. Yeah, I don't think people, it. yeah, I was going to say we're pretty used to it at this point. Yeah, I, I like it. No, I don't. <laughs> we don't I actually do enjoy that. but We don't actually enjoy it. But uh, yeah, before uh, we get too into it, I want to explain what we are going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about uh, NBA City. So the restaurant that only has about, well, very little time left. It closes at the end of two, July, right? Yeah, about two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I want to say it closes August 1st. I might be wrong again completely. Ju- I, I think he said July 31st. July 31st? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, either that's way, it's closing up. Still about um, two weeks. So we wanted to go and review it, look at it, really get familiar with it right before it goes um, for multiple reasons. One, because to pay tribute to anything you know, we need to actually experience it, and uh, we will make sure that the memory of NBA City always lives on forever in the realm that is uh, websites and all that junk. And also uh, because there's going to be a an incarnation of NBA going into downtown Disney over at Walt Disney World in Florida. So uh, we wanted to kind of get an idea of what NBA can actually do whenever they put their minds to creating a, a restaurant slash sports experience. type experience and uh we'll have all of that coming up in just a short bit but uh before that we're going to go over a little bit of housekeeping regarding some uh news items honestly just there was one big announcement that just happened today uh yes, right Justin, before we started yeah, breaking news yeah so i i mean we could have made this into a buzz episode but i didn't think we were going to have enough stuff to do that so 
my bad. This will just be a little short discussion before we get to it. But before we get to that, do we have anything else in housekeeping on more personal ends? Stuff from previous shows? Anything? No, sir. No? No. Do no. I I don't, don't want to talk about it. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, not from other shows we do on this podcast. Oh, okay. I love how Rhino's not from that. Like, like, no, I don't want to discuss it. <laughs> like, let's say maybe last week we put out a very informative and uh, a vast amount of content about Universal Land and Seas. Oh, yeah. How's that going? Um, how's that coming along? You- well, it's it's already finished. If that's what you mean, oh, we, you we did that. I that was all it, last week. I think the question is, what has the response been to it, it in general? I would say the response has been rather well. Very positive? I yeah, I think it's all been very positive. Gotten a couple uh, comments and messages. People saying that they've already decided to plan a vacation, mm-hmm. add on extra days to vacations, uh, all that. So, I mean, for those of you who have been living under a rock or a, a tree or something that has no... Wi-Fi. Yeah, they don't have Wi-Fi. Essentially, uh, we last week, every day of the week, we released new content about the four Universal Hotels plus Royal Caribbean's Enchantment of the Seas, which is uh, the one of the two cruise ships that you can go on if you do a land-sea package with Royal Caribbean and Universal. And uh, it's all really great. We did videos, uh, podcasts for each one, as well as audio podcasts. And uh, JL wrote a bunch of really great family view tips on stuff that you can do at all the resorts and a little bit of tips for families cre- uh, cruising on Royal Caribbean for the first time. So I, just a great amount of content was put out. It's all really good stuff. I really highly suggest you go back and watch them as well as all the overview videos of these uh, places that Rhino put together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I did get two comments on the overview videos that um, they weren't negative. They were nice. They said that they enjoyed them, that they're happy we did them. And they asked to slow down the editing of the video. And now, um, I what understand. What does that mean? It just means, like, they were saying it was cutting too fast for them to, like, really see it. Oh, um, they wanted a longer uh, chance to look. Yeah. And unfortunately, with like the cruise video specifically, that video was already for how quickly it was being cut. That video was five and a half minutes long. Like it's it's very hard to give you a peek into the experiences we're having, you know, and maintain it. And so that's why we have like our picture galleries are up there that you can check out a little bit of Mm -hmm. a better look at. And and maybe they're just not aware of that. So I just want to put that out there for them Um, because it was two different people. And uh, I should have left that comment on YouTube, too. I just didn't think about it till now. But. No, that's a great point. We also have mm. photo galleries of all the things that we experience. So uh, for those of you who feel like you're not getting enough out of the video, please do go look at the photo galleries and that might give you a little bit of a better glimpse yeah. into everything. But the video please, just jazzes you up, I feel like. Yeah. It just you know gets you excited. Exactly. So uh, go back and definitely check all that stuff out. You can find it all at universal.wdwinfo.com and there will, of course, be links to it in the show notes page. And our show notes are at disunplug.com. Find the blue universal. Uh, button and then eventually that will take you to uh, all of the universal content that we put out there and be uh, links to our email and all that junk so you'll be able to find it there it's a good site i recommend it the feedback that i've gotten um from people has been great just because i feel like we were able to educate those who Mm -hmm. maybe didn't know before it seems like a lot of new people that just weren't aware of what was available and what was there and and now they're informed enough that they actually are curious and booking these vacations yeah you know i'm uh, i'm totally into the edumacation of people out there I in know. the world so go us good god pat on the back <laughs> i try to do it so uh 
I think that was the only thing I had in terms of housekeeping for that. I did have one other thing, but it slipped my mind and I did not write it down. Was it something in relation to that? Was it was it about those shows or was it about a different thing? It was about a different thing. Okay. I actually think I remember it now. But uh, before that, I want to uh, start off our discussion with something important. Well, not really important, but an update because we talked about it just recently on a show. And that is the NBC Media Center. Talked mm. about how uh, the signs went up for it. And then there was also rumors about seeing wait time signs and everything else going around uh, kind of in the backstage areas. And, uh, well, the walls completely came down in the time that it's been since the last time we've done a show. And there is very obviously an NBC Peacock on that building. Yes, there is. And um, so I went over to see it the night that they started soft openings and previews of it. And for those of you who haven't heard what it is yet, I will break the news. Unfortunately, it is just another TV movie. 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 The a TV <laughs> movie, movie viewing center so they can get feedback. So like Rhino and I talked about the one that we did with the brand new NBC show coming out this fall. Blind, Blind Spot. Spot. Yeah. Freaking awful. Anyone who watches it. <laughs> I'm, I'm embarrassed for anyone who actually watches it and says they like it. I watch a um, lot of bad shows, too. I'm going to throw that out there. Like, not every show I like is like, oh, this educated Netflix drama from Germany or something. <laughs> I, I I, just, yeah, I don't know why I said but, But, like, this show was garbage. It's a copycat show. Garbage garbage thanks nbc for canceling hannibal and throwing that on the air yeah no i'm and it could get better after the pilot i mean sometimes pilots do need time to work out but this show was so freaking awful like the preview oh everything we watched the first full episode of it oh we watched the first pilot and we sat there with our buzzers and clickers and said when we liked it i almost got hand cramps because i spent most of the time holding down the red buzzer that I did not like anything that was happening on it. And for, I I don't want to pre offend anyone or back offend post offend. I don't know if you watch it and you enjoy it. Good for you, but God, you need to get better taste coming this (laughs) fall on NBC. Uh, But regardless, yes, the NBC media center is, is now finished and they will be letting you know whenever there are previews and stuff going on, but it is just a glorified center for that. Hooray. Yeah. It could yeah, have been so much more. Down. It was a really big letdown. So they're indeed. just going to keep the other room empty now. So they just now they have, so they built another room to move what was already working in the other room into this place. And now that place is going to be empty. I'm assuming. Or? I mean, I don't know. I don't know uh, what they're doing with that yet. They still might be using it for extras. They might be doing something else. Oh, maybe there, they could, maybe they're pre-planning some construction that's going to go there, and so they needed a new place. So they're on on the ball. I, don't, I think you're thinking a little too much into this. I probably right am. now <laughs> to the point that I'm <laughs> like that. just generally confused. Yeah, but. That's fine. Uh, so basically right now it's just a laboratory for future television and television shows and movies. Absolutely. I guess maybe that has its place in Universal Studios. Pop in, make 20 bucks. It's just not as exciting as we had hoped. Yeah, there's already other, there were other places that were doing just fine with it. So it's uh, look for it the next time you're there. See if they're open, make some money. But it's a shame. It's a disappointment. Uh, 
something not a disappointment uh, in terms of box office numbers this week. Minions made $115 million. Unsurprisingly, though. I think the Minion thing is getting weird, guys. People are doing weird things with Minions, and it's popping up all over the internet. You seen that Minion wedding? Yes. Very. It was, there's, okay, there's a really funny meme where it shows like the pictures of the wedding, and then it says, the last thing they say is they, it, it, at the bottom was, and they say gay marriage is ruining the sanctity of marriage. <laughs> well, and you laugh. I laugh so hard. That was hard. a good point. I mean, <laughs> it's just getting weird. Okay, well, I know I went and saw the movie. I saw the at movie a preview. As well. uh, so walking out of it, paying no money, uh, I flat out. Kylie and I just turned and we looked at each other. We said we would have been so disappointed if we would have spent any money on it at all. It was Mm -hmm. just, it it looked funny from the previews, but then it was one of those movies where despite a couple moments, all the funny parts were in the previews. And that's a major issue too. It just had no heart to the entire movie, in my opinion. It, It lacked that personal feeling that the other ones had it did have the amount of minions that people wanted in it but that comes at a cost because besides doing their spanglish it's just gibberish essentially i Mm -hmm. mean you you understand what they're doing but it's just not it's not good i see okay so you had texted me that right before i went to go see it um and i don't know if it was you lowered the bar for me so i was thinking like oh it's not gonna be good at all and I enjoyed it. it. It's no way on the level of Despicable Me 1 and 2, which I still think the first one's better than the second one, just because I like the dark humor that's in the first one that's not as present in the second because Gru is kind of, you know, turned over a new leaf. But um, this movie definitely has the filler feel to it. Like, it's just, it's it's kind of like, it's just there because they, they're waiting for the next Despicable Me to come out. And they were like, well, we could kind of tell this backstory that doesn't really reveal anything too new. It's... The problem that I mainly had for it, Despicable Me 1 and 2, I thought that it was two great movies that parents and kids could really yeah. enjoy. I felt like Minions was kids movie. a DreamWorks kids movie that is really appealing to kids, and parents will put it on, but after the first time, they're never going to pay attention yeah, to it again. It's like a one-time view, whereas like Despicable Me, I could watch that first one like... I, I've, and I have watched it quite a bit. Like yeah. it's that movie just cracks me up. Like, so it's starting to have the feel of they're just milking the popularity milking of minions. minions for the milking. milking oh, yeah. What color is that milk? <laughs> There's their new hashtag: they're, milking minions, just so that they could make money. But they didn't really have anything to bring to the table with this. So, I, do you feel like the minions are reaching the point of overexposure? I just feel like it's getting weird. I think they have to be careful at this yeah. point. That's what I think. I mean, it's still not. Uh, it's not like. I'm not burned over, out. It's not on the overload level that Disney throws Frozen around. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely not that. Um, but it could get really dangerous with that. I mean, they already made a Despicable Me Minion Mayhem, yeah. which is a perfectly great ride. Uh, I think it spans a good amount of uh, entertainment for adults and kids with adding Minion parts to the... Um, the parade that they have daily there mm-hmm. and having minion meet and greets. And it's pretty much contained to just that right now. So it's definitely not overkill. I mean, out in California, you have the, uh, the super silly fun land, which mm-hmm. is like 
minion heavy, but at the same time, that's a really great play area yeah. for kids out there. It's something that we could have benefited by having out in Orlando, but uh, no, minions just they're they're getting the movie kind of put a sour taste. Gru, in my mouth. Gru is here. the is the is the um, what am I looking for? Gru is the star of the show, and I feel like the 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 it's shifting the wrong way. Like it's shifting to them. And I'm like, the whole point is how he plays off of these hilarious kids, like, or guys or whatever they are. I don't know. They're yellow Tic Tacs. I did. I did like that scene where he cracks the one and shakes him and he glows in the dark in the second movie though. I thought that was funny. We'll have to talk about my two favorite parts after it. Cause I don't want to give any spoilers to anyone who still hasn't seen the movie, but, um, if you are going to see the movie, just a quick note, stay, stay through the credits. There's some, little fun stuff in there just yeah absolutely and it's one of the only times where i've said stay through the credits and it really means stay through the credits because again one of the funny parts that you don't see in any of the trailers is at the end of the credits and it's not just a five second snippet like you get used to on nice little story marvel it's about three and a half minutes oh, wow. long after the movie's okay. over. So definitely stick with it. Craig but, on that note too real yes. quick before you're done did you see it in 3d? Yes, I, I, did. I saw it in regular. Do you recommend the 3D? Uh, it didn't add anything to it, but I believe the movie was actually built in 3D and not just mastered afterwards. Okay. So I just curious because the end scene is definitely like geared being like, yeah, that yes, there were parts, especially the end scene where they took advantage of having 3D. Yeah. But throughout the rest of the movie, it was just. So now, yeah. yeah. So you know, don't don't, don't be yeah. brokenhearted. I never recommend for anyone to spend the extra money on 3D. I still haven't seen anything that I have to say like no. that's why you need to see a 3D movie. Yeah. Uh, the last, yeah. No, I can't. I don't okay. like 3D. I keep doing it, but me neither. I don't know why. Uh, so that will take us to our final news. Uh, the breaking news that happened. Uh, we talked about it on the show before whenever we talked about Halloween Horror Nights, and today it has been confirmed. We will be going into the further with an insidious <laughs> house coming to Halloween Horror Nights I'm going to have 25. to watch those movies now. Oh. There's two, I, right? There's a second there, one coming out, right? There, there, no, the third one's there coming are out. Two, oh, third one. Yeah. yeah. Sinister? Is that a second one. Sinister? Is that what's coming out? There's a second something that I thought there was more than one, but... Yeah, there's a lot of second mm-hmm. crap coming out because they can't just make one horror movie and only make it. I'm just waiting for Oculus 2 to come out now. The Oculus 2, Revenge of the Blind? I don't know. <laughs> it's just, I mean, if, if, if it, is it really a good horror movie if there's only one that comes out? I don't, yeah, I don't know. Well, the answer is, yeah, it can be good without ruining it with sequels and sequels and sequels. Uh, I mean, we've, we've talked about it. Whatchamacallit? Uh, Scream's like my favorite, though, and I like them all for different reasons. Some of the third one's a little. Well, yeah. that's, that's sad for you. Um but now Insidious Chapter Three uh, is or already has it come out? Is no, I think that out? one is coming out. I can't remember. But uh, yeah, they're doing the house based on it this year, so uh, not a lot of uh, big details about everything that's actually going to be happening in the house. I'm guessing it's going to take a lot into uh, into the same theme that they did with the last Insidious house that they did at halloween horror nights in hollywood two or three years ago now i want to say two years ago they did it there and so you know never never are there two houses that are identical at this they have two different designers that both do incredible fantastic jobs at building these houses so it's going to be different 
Um, so anyone who's from Hollywood that wants to come out and check it out, it would probably be worthwhile to see if it compares up to it. But um, I, I'm excited. I, I have seen Insidious 1 and 2, and mm-hmm. I enjoy them. They look yeah. scary. But I, I'm not like absolutely in love with any horror movies, really. No, um, the what? Shining. You the, don't like The Shining? That's that's, I'm one, not that's in love probably with one them. of my favorite. But I don't. I'm not big. In, I was when I was younger. What about you, Jenny Lynn? You like horror movies? I love them. I, I love, love Supernatural. Them. You like Supernatural? Yeah, I, I do like. But that's not even. That's not really. That I mean, that's a thriller show. I guess I wouldn't consider it a horror show. I do really love horror films. Um, I don't know why. I like being scared, and I do get really scared. Insidious is good. You should watch it. It's not the best horror film out there, but it's interesting and it's definitely it's strong in the creep factor. So, so what are the other houses now? It's just so far the only two that they've officially announced are Insidious and and then the Freddy Freddy versus versus Jason. Jason. Then what was Jack? Just scare zones? He's this the Jack is the he's the icon. Okay, I thought they were making a house with him. So he, I mean, I think he is going to be in at least one house. But he's. I mean, essentially, he's the icon okay. of Halloween Horror Nights. Which so. is good. It's not Walking Dead again. No, but there will be a Walking Dead house. Oh, I'm sure. Um, Walking Dead. Trailer just came out for season six. Comic-Con. Didn't, I can't watch it yet. I'm six episodes behind. I'm about over it. That and Game of Thrones. They're just... <gasps> they're not doing it for me anymore. Okay, we're changing Well, what the about Fear right the Walking Dead? Fear the Walking me. Dead. I'll give that a shot because it's new. But and different. And different, but yeah. now all the, yeah, that's going off topic. Let's get back on topic by finally getting to what this segment is all about. Twenty-five minutes after we've started this whole, <laughs> well, people show. are salivating to hear. Yeah, I don't think anyone's salivating over what we're about to talk about because if you've already forgot in that short, short amount of time, oh god, this is painful. We are talking NBA City. Yes, the great NBA-themed restaurant experience at Universal City Walk. Uh, it's nearly impossible to miss because, well, first off, it is right beside the giant coliseum that is Hard Rock Cafe. Mm-hmm. And uh, if what, what's the only way to stand up and prove that you're something next to Hard Rock Cafe? That's by putting build a, a <laughs> giant bronze statue. The most that terrifying statue. Over everything. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. I came up to the, the shoe. <laughs> that was it. Came up to the I shoe. Was, I was not, I did not exceed the height of this basketball player statue's shoe. Yeah. Now, uh, I just you you have to start whenever you're talking about NBA City. The first way to describe it is gaudy, just because of looking <laughs> at the outside of this place. Um, and then after I would say gaudy, then the next thing I would use to describe it, the next word, not thing, would be just sad. Um, take for instance the the basketball court. Oh that yes. They, well, not court, but shooting shooting half court area that is three point free throw area. I didn't, I didn't say that right. No, sports. That right. place sports. really is sad. Those basketballs look like they'd been the same basketballs used for about 20 years. Yeah, no, they're the, the basketballs are so old and decrepit. Uh, event, every once even, in a while. They're not even really orange anymore. Yeah. Every they're once in gray. a while, you will see people out there actually shooting around, but 
like yesterday, whenever we were there, the guy that was out there running the court was literally just sitting there texting the entire yeah. time. He was he, babysitting the gray basketballs. Yeah. He acknowledged the he's, fact that I was taking a picture of right him. Right there in the picture <laughs> with his phone in his he, hands. Yeah, he, no, he knew that I was taking the picture. He looked up and saw me holding my, my phone, taking a picture, and chose to just say, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to text in anyway. Well, because the and, place uh, isn't going to be there in two weeks anyway. I, I know, but it's... It's, it's just not. funny whenever it starts by being awful on mm-hmm. the outside and then... And boy, was it. <laughs> yeah, and oh boy, is it awful on the outside. And then you go inside. And then and you talk to the hostess at the counter. Terrible. Exactly. Before we get to them, though, because that starts the dining experience. I want to I want to go with the whole area of the restaurant and kind of get into that. So okay. you walk into the building and... You essentially have three things going on. You have a gift shop area that has all the NBA merchandise that you could ever want. I mean, we're talking T-shirts, phone cases, socks, jerseys, uh, stuff that I personally don't own any of because I don't follow the NBA. But if I was, golly, I think I would go to NBA City to buy my NBA merchandise. Golly G. Golly G. I think I would do that. Um, And so you have that on one side. And then on the other side, you have arcade games. Um, You know, Fast and Furious. Got to always represent Fast and Furious. And then a good amount of actual basketball shooting games, which... I, I mean, I enjoy those anywhere. I'm not great at basketball. I can... Uh, Seems appropriate. I can shoot, but, you know, I, I enjoy those. If I ever would go to, like, a Dave & Buster's or any arcade, mm-hmm. that was always something that you wanted to do. That's when Try you to impress people. For the tickets. Yeah. Anymore, though, I kind of like to take the Michael Scott approach and just throw the ball as hard as I can at the <laughs> backboard and say Kobe all the time. Uh, it's not getting old, and it's it's never been funny, but that's just me. So... Then there is also one other awesome experience that they packed inside there, and that is you can take a green screen picture of yourself that will be placed uh, with some type of basketball background. Uh, uh, Derek Bergen, one of our our friends on social media, really wanted a picture of JL dunking on the green screen. You know, hey, I think that would be fun to dunk. Well, there's still time. We still got a couple more weeks. This guy... uh, this guy in the picture here, this photo, this guy liked my shirt a lot, my Power Ranger shirt, and his name tag, this gentleman's name is Peter Parker, apparently. I have trouble believing that. Hmm. So apparently they gave up on their names, too. It's a lot of giving up here. Why, why can't parents, his name actually be Peter Parker? Because parents, parents aren't that really cool. I knew somebody Spider-Man with the last name Kent, and they had a boy, and I said, obviously, what are you going to name the kid? And they're like, like John. And it wasn't even John because that is a that's a Kent. I was so angry. It was something stupid. You realize, <laughs> Eugene. For, for those of you listening, this was no big deal. But for us on audio or for us on video, you literally did not even click to yourself talking at all. <laughs> so I'm sorry. We're just <laughs> blind staring at you like morons right now. Like, I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I thought I pushed the button. <laughs> well, Rhino rants for five minutes straight. About, about Mr. Just... Peter Parker. He did write Mr. So it was Mr. Peter Parker. Happening so. again. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Sorry again. Um, so, yeah, it's that's kind of your main setup. And then 
you get to the restaurant part and it is not awesome on the inside at all. It looks uh, it could have been really amazing whenever it first opened up the the hardwood floors and the giant yeah. pictures of basketball right greats now it just and looks tired. Yeah, it it looks it's age. It looks old and uh it definitely if it wasn't for the fact that it was leaving it would definitely be time for a sprucing up because like even the mural that's on the back wall around all the seating it's just it it looks like something that would have been great in the mid 90s not even the late 90s the mid 90s and like team usa the olympics was a big deal with like charles barkley and yeah oh well no there's i could name more names i just chose to stop at charles that's good. That's good. Um, Bugsy I think, move. I think the thing that shocked me the most about this is, and maybe I'm just out of touch because I'm not like a big basketball fan, but I was expecting something with a little more flash. And it, I'll agree. Yeah. It was just kind of. No, I'll, I'll agree. You know, basketball has, especially nowadays, it has that, uh, it has that rich and luxurious and, it has that whole attitude behind it because basketball players get paid through the roof mm-hmm. and you would expect a, you would expect an NBA themed restaurant to not only provide the sports environment, but as well as the glamor that basketball players yeah, live in that is behind it. I, and, I expected uh, it to be a little more glamorous. Yeah, it was. You not. don't think this is glamorous? No. Well, that, that's the downstairs bar area. Um, and then there is also an upstairs area for seating and alcoholic beverages and all that stuff as well. So uh, it's definitely they make use of their space. However, I would never consider this restaurant to be large by any means. No, it, it, that's and that actually was to me. That was actually <laughs> what was most surprising to me when I went in there, I think, is how small it actually was. Yeah. Like there was probably maybe twenty tables in that room that we were in. In the downstairs, not, yeah. I mean, there's again an upstairs. Yeah, I mean, I would that. say a lot of the tables were pushed together to make like six tops and more. So I would say there was a decent amount of seating. But one of the big rumors uh, that has been persisting is that a cheesecake factory could take over that space. <gasps> there's with its current iteration and floor plan. I don't see how you could ever fit a Cheesecake Factory in there, just based off of how popular they are. Like the one at the Mall of Millennium oh my God, it's always is an hour always overflowing unless you go there right whenever it opens. Other than that, there's just people thrown up all over the place, and the seating in there is so tight because so yeah. many people want to go there. I, I mean, just a rough guess based on the area I saw at NBA City compared to like the Cheesecake Factory at Mall of Millennium, I would say – it's about half the size. Yeah, I would agree. In terms of it, I if people were real, if they if it does happen where a cheesecake factory goes in there, and people go just as crazy over it at City Walk as they do for it in other locations, then I don't I don't see how they're not going to be able to keep control of the area. It's always going to have a long wait. I'm kind of hoping they go a little flashier than Cheesecake Factory, though. I mean, not that I I mean I love Cheesecake Factory, but. I, I don't think, and this gets exciting. this Here's, gets into it with our food review. But I don't think chain restaurants belong at CityWalk anymore right. after the addition of Antihitos and Vivo and um, our favorite. Cowfish. Yeah. Well, Cowfish is a chain restaurant, yeah, but technically. Not but like it, this is only the second one, right? It's, Third. Third one? 
Say, there's two in North Carolina, and then this is the third one in kind of the first right, franchise, Right, but there's really. still so few of them that you feel like you're having a yes. unique dining experience. But even Breadbox has gotten better. They're, they're finally starting to click on how to do their own food mm-hmm. at City Walk and at Universal. And it's disappointing to see them go, if they go after Cheesecake Factory, to go after something else. So I, I, would, I wish they could just do something in-house, but... That's we'll see. Yeah, we'll see for that. But um, so let's just jump into our experience there now. So, of course, we were kind of I I don't want to say we went into it with a negative attitude. Um, I want to say we went into it pretty even whenever I suggested that we were going to go there. Uh. I, I know. Game. I had never been. Yeah, you were. Rhino curious. kind of gave me this look like, oh, God, are you joking? <laughs> I, I mean, like, are we really doing this? I should preface this that I will eat anywhere and everywhere. Yeah, I mean, so, and I, he's like Dr. Seuss. I, I, yeah, I'm a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. And uh, in a box and with a fox. So we weren't, we definitely weren't looking down on having to go do it. I, I think if anyone was, I was the one who was most like, I don't want to do this. I, I, I believe was, that exact statement came out of your that. mouth like <laughs> five to six times as we were just in the time that we walked up the steps towards the restaurant. I don't want to do this. Why are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> what are we, what am I getting ourselves into? And uh, so, yeah, I, I was a bit hesitant. I have always despised wanting to go here, having never eaten there. So this was a big step for me to overcome and actually go into it. And uh, at first, it did not start out positive because we walk Ooh, in okay, and yeah, normal chick. restaurant. You, All right. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Get this under control. So you walk into a normal restaurant. And they have a position called host or hostess that their job is yes. to greet you and find out why the heck you're there. Greet are you, there you to warmly. Eat? Are okay. you there for ch- takeout? What are you here for? Uh, so when you walk in and you see three hosts and hostesses behind the podium and not a single one acknowledges you for the, about 10 or 15 seconds. Three of us standing in front of those three. This completely rubbed me the wrong way. And I was the one who was uh, possibly, out of the three of us, looking forward to eating here. But I used to hostess. Mm. Um, I know what the job is. I know how you're supposed to be. Yes, you are supposed to be on point, ready to greet the person who walks in the door, and you greet them warmly, find out what their needs are, and then you attend to it. We walked into this place. This chick basically side-eyed us, you know, like barely acknowledged we were there by looking at, at us with her peripheral vision, then finally said something like, three, like she was annoyed we were there. The other two people in the booth were all like slumped over and, you know, I mean, you just, you looked at them and they obviously had already given up on their jobs. Yeah. And it really, that, it it was, she was rude. Um, It it was We were kind of thrown. They just kind of threw the, um, first of all, they told us there was a 10 minute wait when there was basically no one in this restaurant. There's, whenever we got seated, There were 11 tables in the entire restaurant. Yeah. And then, you know, basically threw the thing at us that tells us when our table is ready. 
and didn't explain, you know, much of anything. And then, uh, yeah, it was not the best start yeah. to our experience. No, and it was. And then walking in and actually seeing the inside of the restaurant, seeing the interior in, being like, oh, this is, uh, this is what it is. That didn't right. help any more afterwards. And then whenever we start noticing that they have price tags on all the pictures hanging up because they're they're, they're like trying to liquidating everything. It just all started adding on together. Like what the heck is going on here? Well, here's the thing I know as a hostess that there are reasons why you make people wait before you sit, seat them. And it's not always just because there isn't a table available. Sometimes you're short staffed on servers. So even though there's lots of tables for people to sit at, you don't have them actually sit down because there's not a server available to attend to them. Or sometimes the kitchen is backed up and you need to give the kitchen time to catch up. Like I get that, but no explanation was offered to us. It was just this very kind of rude, abrupt and, you know, us being treated like we were some kind of annoyance just for stepping inside the building. Yeah. And see, I understand that aspect of it because I know that some restaurants do operate that way. Whenever I served, I served in a diner and there wasn't an option. You seat everyone that comes in until there's no tables, even if you're backed up, even if that means you're taking on five more tables than you can handle, you do it and you apologize the heck out of it and ask for their patience because of what's happening. And I mean, it's just it was sad walking in and being like, this is all the people that are in there and we had to wait 10 minutes. What the heck is going on here? Luckily, we sit down and we uh, get approached by our server pretty quickly. Uh, Mm, Our server's name was John Mm -hmm. and everything changed right there because he was amazing he's probably one of the best servers i've had in any restaurant in general he, he was. was bright he was bubbly not bubbly but not, he, was, he, no, wasn't he, he wasn't annoying he wasn't annoying he was he was completely appropriate yeah. and attentive i would use that word That's he was attentive yeah. and he he was very good about informing us about stuff Absolutely. like and not in a way where it was like buy this stuff i gotta tell you about this special it was just like it was very like he he was your friend right well, away. He came up and he introduced himself and he asked how we were doing and then he said before we get started with anything else, I need to know one thing: do we have any food allergies at the table? Shellfish, peanuts, whatever. And we said uh, nope. And, and I well, and I have to tell you, I have never been to a restaurant where that has been approached. Yeah. They usually wait. Uh, on you to inform them that there is a need. I have never seen a server be proactive in that regard. Exactly. And then after that, the next thing he asked, were we there for like the movie and a meal deal or were we there for the movie and miniature golf deal? And of course we weren't, but we said we're annual pass holders. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, just enjoy your meal and then give me your card uh, while we're wrapping up and then I'll be able to take care of that and give you your discount for it. Um, So, and throughout the entire meal, he never wavered at all from his initial, uh, his initial. I judge a server too on, um, drink refillability, you know, like how far into my drink do I have to ask for another drink or they just keep flowing. And that guy was like, 
Here's your water. water. Here's your thing. And I was like on the inside and not in his good line of sight. That, but that guy had a new water for me every time I was like just under halfway. He done. was absolutely on top of everything to yeah. the point that even when I had an accident and spilled water all over the all the, over the table and endangered the life of Craig's phone, um, before I. I mean, we didn't have to call someone over to the table or anything like that. He was there and he was yep. cleaning it up without, you know, having to be notified or called yeah. for or anything. Yeah, like he that. was halfway across the restaurant and the spill happened. The gla- I mean, you could hear the glass come over and literally within seconds, I saw him going over to get a paper towel mm-hmm. and then already on his way. And you just you don't see that often. I hope mm-hmm. after this restaurant closes down that John finds work somewhere else and somewhere better because he should not be working (laughs) in NBA city or any sports bar like that. He should be waiting at Emeralds or somewhere Mm -hmm. that's much, much needs to save for that baby's college fund. Yeah. And that was the, that was like kind of the part that made it better as you had already left at that point because we went into the universal studio store after, but whenever Rhino and I were leaving there, he had just gotten off. I guess we were his last table and I don't know if maybe his wife works at city walk or whatever, but either way they switched off with their baby. So he was already out of his uniform and he was with the baby in their stroller pushing out. And he said, thank you guys again for the tip. I meant a lot. And it's like, gotta, gotta take care of this one. And so that makes me happy. I I cannot say enough good things about John. He definitely. Yeah. If you're going to go after this review, like go and ask for John. Yeah. Go and ask for John or find out where John is going after he's done working in NBA city because, uh, he is definitely classy and awesome server. Cannot say enough good things about it. So let's get into the food, what we ate and how we felt about it. So the first thing we did was we wanted to try an appetizer and, uh, they, offered an appetizer trio there called the three on three, which was their three most popular appetizers, the uh, Buffalo wings, and then also chicken quesadillas and chicken tenders. But then you could also kick it up a notch and go to a four on four. And that would add in the shrimp and chorizo egg rolls, or you could take it up to a five on five. And that would be crazy. That would add one other thing, which I can't think of what that was at the top of my head. I it was say something it was, that we weren't interested enough on in yeah, adding it. Yeah, it just it did not. I think well it had to do with shrimp. Remember. Yeah, it was also something with shrimp. Uh, we did the the four on four though because uh, we're adventurous people. I want to say that. I wanted the egg rolls. I was mid on. <laughs> I wanted the egg rolls. Yeah, well, that it added on the shrimp and chorizo egg rolls, so that yeah. was a good. Good reason to do the four on four. So uh, we are going to be showing pictures of the food for those of you who are watching and for those of you who are listening. I will make sure to put all the food pictures in the show notes page so that way you will be able to see them. Uh, So the first thing we'll talk about are the we'll talk about the chicken tenders. They were garlic chicken tenders and um, they were on the platter. They were served with four pieces and they were very good sized pieces for chicken tenders. Uh, The in my opinion, it was cooked to the point that it was still nice and juicy, but crispy mm-hmm. on the outside, barely garlicky. And like extreme. Yeah, I love. I really yeah, I love them. I'm a big I garlic. Love garlic. Yeah, I thought th- these were one of the better items on that yep. appetizer platter. Same thing. I felt like the meat was very moist. <sighs> I mean, the batter of the the batter wasn't like didn't make me crazy, but the sauce that came on it was. I got excited about the sauce. I um. 
I think the what what I've noticed if you order like chicken tenders at Disney World, they're like loaded with the breading. It's yeah. like chunk. They look like tumors on the chicken. This was like thin and crispy. That's what, and that's what I like. So I thought like, oh, I got to try this. But then I had it and I was like, oh, I got to eat it. You know, yeah. eat another one. And I don't even know if these. I, I want to say that they were probably actually hand battered. And then dropped. I don't know. I got they that feel from it. They didn't seem like they were frozen no. to me at all. No. Very so. little of our meal felt like that, like it had been Well, I think they said it was, or... a, it was a scratch kitchen. Some of the, A lot of the stuff was like a scratch kitchen. I don't know if it was just that one they, thing we got. They specified that for desserts, which we'll get Yeah, they to definitely did it for desserts. For everything else, they didn't. Uh, one of the things that would make me think otherwise for that would then be the shrimp and chorizo egg rolls that we added on uh as getting the four on four to me there wasn't a lot of flavor in these there was shrimp uh chorizo sausage which i will eat anything with chorizo some black beans some uh corn in there very like southwest egg rolls is kind of the best way to describe them and uh and it was served with the southwest cajun sauce and everything but to me they just kind of felt like they were taken out of a package fried yeah that was it they weren't bad, but they just weren't. They were. They were kind of boring. My first bite, I was like, "Oh yeah, happy we ordered these." I, you know, I was just starving. And then the second bite, I was kind of like, uh, "It was a little more, just kind of that potatoey flavor you kind of get, or like like the filling of something. I don't know. Like, so it wasn't. It wasn't quite as exciting. I like I like a good egg roll. Yeah, and, and then it, was, yeah. it wasn't bad. It just. Yeah. No, I agree. And then also uh, next to that was the chicken quesadillas, which. I think, JL, you had good thoughts about them, right? I did. Um, at, I, at first, I was kind of like, all right, well, you know, it's a quesadilla. And, you know, I didn't think too much of it. But by the end of my, by the end of my first little piece, I wanted a second little piece. I did enjoy it. A lot. See, I, I hate thought it. they were awful. I, <laughs> I thought they were good. I couldn't even find the chicken inside of it. and that, that Maybe it was because all the chicken was in my piece. I had lots of chicken in my piece of quesadilla. That it's right. barely even cooked, too. If you look at the picture, you can see that it's yeah. like, I mean, what, microwaved and folded over? That's what it felt like. It yeah. didn't feel like it was like pressed. Yeah, I mean, it had the grill marks on there to prove that it was on a grill <laughs> at one point in time. For but about that was two seconds. Yeah, that was about it. Then it heated up the rest of the way in the microwave, and it just felt like globs of cheese. The I, salsa I can make was cheese quesadilla at home, and a maybe lot that's better. why I liked. I never make quesadillas, but I just I don't know. Taco like Bell this. makes a better quesadilla. I like this case, and I like this quesadilla better than the egg roll. The salsa was like tomato paste. It wasn't. It wasn't salsa. Yeah, it was like marinara sauce. I don't know if they gave us the wrong thing, to but right home about. But. Then to go back on to another chicken style, uh, mm-hmm. the the wings that were on the plate, we ordered them teriyaki. There was a couple other choices. They teriyaki, were ginger, ginger teriyaki, right. ginger teriyaki, and the sauce was out of this world. Mm-hmm. And the wings were cooked perfectly uh, to the point again that I think these were actually fresh yeah. wings that they fried. Then they I don't think they were frozen. Were good and the sauce began to clear my sinuses. Yeah. I don't often eat meat on the bone, and I was, like, tempted to go for another one. Um, and I I would recommend these to yeah. somebody. Like, yeah. I would say, like, go back and get these. Mm. Specifically, you can get you know, kielbasa. Yeah. You can get it, that. My good friend Kyle Bassa would recommend these. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so in terms of appetizers, there are, of course, other choices there. But bar appetizers, to say the least. But 
there were definitely some ones worthwhile checking out. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. So at this point, with the appetizers, we were, I, we were actually we were happy. Yeah, yeah. We it's a happy. place I would be like, um, right. you know, get a beer, have some appetizers. Yeah. yeah. And the apps weren't priced that bad. Like our four on four was twenty dollars, but I feel like considering. It took three of us there, and we were just, like, struggling to get through it. And that would, I mean, we really could have only used the three-on-three, and we would have been happy. Or we should have just stopped eating Speaking of, did we meal. mention all four things? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Okay. We, we started with the chicken tenders, and then went to the uh, quesad- the egg rolls, the quesadilla, and then yeah. the wings. Yeah, okay, sorry. So, I... I thought it, the appetizers weren't priced that bad. The three on three was fifteen ninety nine. I thought that would have been a fair price for that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it fed all of us, yeah. and we, I mean, to the point that we got to the end and we were actually like, "Do you want this? Do you want this?" There exactly. was extra. We made we made Craig eat all the rest of it. Yeah, my, I did that. It happened. It was good. Though. I got over it. Yeah, it was it was worth it. Um, so then, moving on to the entrees, uh, I believe I will start Mine's with first. Rhino's entree. Yeah. Um, okay, so I had this fella right here, the mahi fish sandwich on wheat, um, and uh, it was okay. It wasn't bad. It was just it. It, it was a, a nice size of a piece of mahi in there, pretty thick um, size. And the first bite I had was just kind of like it. Well, as you can see, it, or you could see, it comes with onion, tomato, lettuce, and then I believe it was a. Um, some type of mayonnaise. I want to say like uh, roasted red pepper mayonnaise mm-hmm. on it, which I didn't really taste that at all. So the first bite was kind of bland, but then I used the Thai chili sauce that we had had for our wings, and I poured that on this this fella here, and that I liked it a lot better. Kicked it up a notch. Kicked it up a notch, and uh, um, but if I were going back, I probably wouldn't order this again. I'd probably try something else. Yeah, and the fries are nothing to write home about. They're standard issue French fries, not very seasoned or anything like that. I did like. There's a giant. Uh, there's a giant pickle. It doesn't look that big in this picture, but yeah. would you say that you looked happy while you were eating it? Um, one could say I looked fairly happy. <laughs> yeah, <you're> <laughs> while just, I was eating it, you're just shoving. I was it. very hungry. You're just shoving it in, shoving there. it in the gullet. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good to hear. Um, and the price point on that, I believe it was was it ten ninety nine? No, the no? the other one I was going to get was ten ninety nine. That one was twelve ninety nine. Twelve ninety nine. Yeah, so it's a pretty good deal for it. Yeah. Okay. I, I would I would say that pricing wise, like I would have expected to pay at CityWalk, especially maybe like sixteen ninety nine for for that, and it was a good size portion. So JL. So um, I did something that I don't normally do, and I ordered ribs. Um, and there was a lot of them. And they were okay. I They were not the best ribs I've ever had, but I'll admit that I have not had ribs in a very, very, very long time because I <laughs> just haven't. So anyway, why is this so funny? It's um, not funny. I, I was drinking some water out of my growler, and it probably turned up on the audio, but it made it a little like bit of a weird noise. Oh. Down and- oh. <laughs> Sorry. Love all the sound effects here. Okay. <laughs> My bad. So, um, I don't know. I felt like the meat was a bit dry, that maybe they had overdone it. The barbecue sauce was good, slightly on the sweet side, um, but not, like, disgustingly sweet. I definitely couldn't finish all of them. Yeah. I ate just only half of them, and I was stuffed beyond belief. The fries were not memorable at all. They weren't bad. At least they were warm. 
Um, but there, there was nothing to them that you would, you know, you weren't like, oh, I got to eat these fries. In fact, I barely touched them. And um, the coleslaw was fine. The coleslaw was coleslaw. It wasn't too mayonnaise-y. I don't like it when coleslaw is a bit on the mayonnaise-y side. It was, it was fixed appropriately. So I feel like um, my meal was not um, amazing. It wasn't something that I'm going to be raving about, dreaming about, wishing I could go back and have again. But I, I didn't leave unhappy. It was, it was fine. It, it was just, you know, I think it was the most expensive meal it of was, the three. It was twenty three fifty. Yeah, and I, and I just don't know that I would want to spend that much money on an entree that I didn't completely fall in love with. Yeah. Sad days. I ordered the chicken blue cheese pasta, which was. Um, Fettuccine, fettuccine noodles, fettuccine, fettuccine noodles, and then it was uh, instead of like an Alfredo sauce coming with it, it was a white sauce. Uh, it took me by surprise because I figured that it was just uh, Alfredo, and then it was served with a bunch of blue cheese hunks on top of it, there. which I love blue cheese. So don't get me wrong, I was excited about that. Uh, and the guy, the, our server John, even prefaced it by saying. This, if you love blue cheese, you're gonna absolutely love this. If you don't, if you're not wild about it, you're not gonna like it. Um, and I didn't read the menu well enough to know that it wasn't, it wasn't like an Alfredo cream sauce. This was literally a blue cheese cream sauce. Like it was just. Oh, see, I thought it was, was just sprinkled on top. Cheese yeah. sauce, essentially, <laughs> with the noodles. Your eyes just like got really big and excited when you said that. Yeah, I, I love blue cheese and I love cheese sauce. Um, he does see. I do. I love me some cheese sauce, and uh, so this. Should have been really, really weird, but it worked out really well, actually, for blue cheese lovers. I I mean, I picked it. Did you eat the I leftovers? Do. What's that? Did you eat what you took home with you, or did you get Yeah, I have my leftovers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I try to find unique things on the menu, and I definitely thought that this was unique. Hmm. Um, and so that's why I wanted to like walk in a way. Not, nothing about your meals. These are meals that people are going to order a lot. People right. go places and love to order ribs, and they like fish sandwiches. Uh, but he had a black bean sandwich. No, I had no, a you, mahi mahi. Oh my gosh! Where literally, have I just literally been? just talked about it. No, I, I always <laughs> kind of, I kind of tune out when Rhino talks. <laughs> oh my god, we're such a bad team together. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the, it was very interesting. The pasta was. I, I, I like a strong al dente, and this was a bit mushy for me. And the chicken, I felt like it was almost the chicken that comes out of the package it looks like refrigerator it in section um, because I couldn't see any grill marks or anything it's on it. It's very cubed here. And yeah, it was diced cubed chicken. But overall, I was really impressed with how good this actually was. Um, not worth the price at all. It was a sixteen ninety nine dish, and... Uh, for me, the the portion size that came with it, it was huge. But you can get like spaghetti and meat sauce at Olive Garden for nine ninety nine, and it's the same exact portion size. This, yeah, and it, that's where I'll just go off on this now and get it done with because I want to then end on a high note with dessert. But NBA City was clearly in the realm of like hard rock cafe and all the restaurants you see around downtown Disney, like specifically T-Rex and rainforest cafe that they're these outside, uh, run companies that come in and set up there in a theme parks and jack their prices up. B 
because of it. And it worked. It was a good model for a while. But like I already said, with Vivo and Antihitos coming in and even Cowfish, they all are priced accordingly with what the what the food is, what the quality is, uh, especially like Vivo. You get bigger portions there for way less it's money. Better food, less Vivo. money, more yeah. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is just a situation where you're eating a definite. At first, I kind of said it was mediocre bar food. But then the more I thought about it, my mind did change on it. And it was actually pretty decent overall, but just way, way overpriced. Yeah. If that pasta would have been $12, would have been better. If your ribs would have been... 15 16 bucks mm-hmm. i think that would have been fair and then your sandwich my sandwich was appropriately yeah priced, anywhere I think, 10 yeah. to 12 dollars in that i wouldn't have paid more than i did for it yeah yeah exactly so it, it definitely suffered and i think that's whenever you walk up to a restaurant and you look at those menu prices and just get a feel for the menu it, i can definitely tell why this wasn't successful Mm -hmm. and there wasn't a lot of people in the restaurant while we were there and it never got that busy because it's just way too overpriced you're not Mm -hmm. you're not getting what is worth it there but the one thing that you know you would get your money out of is the final part of the meal and that is dessert um Mm -hmm. they are proud of the fact at nba city that they make their desserts from scratch in-house uh except for their lava cake they don't have the capabilities of making a lava cake there so i think he said it was just the lava part that was not that they lava cake in general was it because the lava cakes all made together they don't just like put in the lava after yes okay (laughs) then i misunderstood yeah no lava cakes made uh, with the lava already inside and how whenever they heat it up, the then liquid hot the magma. inside can start to melt while the outside still cooked perfectly. Um, I can't think of what, what chef. movie. Chef. Chef. That was chef. it. Yeah. He, and it was a molten cake, that, but the guy was calling it a, a lava cake. So yeah. that's why he flips out <laughs> that <you>. scene. <laughs> I know I was, you hate that movie, but I love it. I don't hate it. You hate it. it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so that's the only thing that wasn't made there. Um, Everything else made in-house. Uh, we went with their most popular one, the uh, the towering cheesecake. Dun-dun. Which... Yeah. Mm, I want another bite of this. Oh. This was... <laughs> I'm you, sorry. You, you can't even put it into words how yeah. good this was. <laughs> Craig is melted. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm molten right now about this dessert. Oh, Oh, my God. Uh, so the cheesecake pieces, it's like a cheesecake burrito almost that started out <laughs> that it was a long burrito where they put in the fluffiest and creamiest cream cheese inside. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you know, you normally think of cheesecake as the Cheesecake Very Factory dense. ones that are dense and heavy. Yeah. No, this, this was, was so it. light this and fluffy. This was perfection wrapped in a little fried sh- Cinnamon sugared fried wrapping. It, yeah, it exactly. Was and it had the amazing. nice strawberry sauce on the inside. Oh, it was and so good. I have to say the ice cream was really good too. I don't know what brand of ice cream they are, where they're getting it from, but you know, sometimes they bring out desserts like this, and the ice cream is just gone. Yeah, immediately because it just melts or it's just whatever. Like it was there the whole time, but it was really soft too, yeah. and it was very flavorful. And it was also like, in like a tortilla bowl. And yeah. With the cinnamon sugar and fresh strawberries the on top. cut up strawberry, yeah. This dessert was nine ninety nine, and Oh, that's it? 
it, it was only nine ninety nine, and uh, and it fed all three of us. It fed all three of us to and the point that we couldn't. We didn't finish all the ice cream. Did I didn't even take a bite it. of the ice cream. Honestly, I, I was on the ice cream. Yeah. Um, but the actual, the actual cheesecake pieces themselves. So good. Uh, I wish I, I said it after the entire meal was over, and I still stand by it. NBA City is going away and there's nothing we can do to change that. If they can find a way to keep this dessert somewhere on there, then that would be great in another restaurant somewhere. But uh, no, I would take people back to this and it's limited time left solely just like to get, let's dessert. go get some dessert. Yeah. Like if I'm, if I want dessert, if I'm feeling dessert, I'm, I want to go to NBA city and I want to get, God, I want that right now as too. much as I can before it goes. Uh, the other dessert we got was the carrot cake, which um, is basically a whole carrot cake. It was, yeah, a slice of carrot cake, but enough to. I think we decided on it could probably no decently John, fill about five people. And John told us too is they they bake a whole one and then they cut it in four, yeah. so that's a fourth. I don't think I think it's a sixth. I know he said a fourth, but I'm just looking at the oh the, the angle slice. of the slice. Looks, I feel like that would be a sixth of it. I Still, agree. that's a yeah. really big. It, it, min- it would feed piece. minimally four people, possibly five people, and it was good. And he he explained to us that the cake is homemade, and it's actually a personal recipe from one of the women that works in the kitchen. She had brought in cake to share with everyone one day, yeah. and it was such a hit that they decided to put it on the menu. And so that is... Someone's personal carrot cake recipe that yeah. just needs to be preserved for life. And I like it because you know that it wasn't just batter because they had carrot pieces throughout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The a lot of cream nuts. cheese icing was phenomenal. And yeah. then on the bottom of the plate, one thing that we all mentioned is that they had like this vanilla cream sauce mm-hmm. at the bottom. So that way, you know, you just have it there. So that way, whenever you're taking your scoop out, if you want a little extra sauce yeah, on Yeah, for there, those, like, big parts. You got and, some sauce. And yet it wasn't necessary because the cake was very moist. Yeah. Oh, no. It was it was perfect. Uh, dessert is where NBA City thrived. That's where it's And at, still yeah. thrives. I mean, I, I cannot say enough good things about the dessert here. <laughs> I I've, I've had dessert at Vivo. I've had it at Anahitos. I've had it at Cowfish. Had it at Margaritaville. I've had it at essentially every place I've eaten at at City Walk and in Universal. This is my favorite dessert that I've ever had on property there. Wow. Been dessert city. Yeah. No, it's forget the N- city. forget the NBA. Maybe Just make it dessert city. Maybe they'll toss that over to the uh, to the yeah. to the Disney the new Springs? one, the new place. The, no, the NBC place, the sports bar. Yeah, across the way. Oh. I I love I, I love Cheesecake Factory cheesecake. Don't get me wrong. Oh, no, it's good. You can't beat that, but this Cheesecake thing, Factory has nothing on this dessert. For something that was fried, you didn't feel heavy while you ate it. It was light and fluffy, like we said. And that's, that's I think, the takeaway from there is that mm-hmm. that looked and it felt wonderful. Yep. So that was our meal. Uh, it came out to be about $100. And then with our discount on, it was around 80 So it wasn't that bad. Um, overall, though... Do we think it was worth it? I'm glad we went. I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad we went because I, I think I have a, a higher opinion of it now than I did before. Like, it's not necessarily something I'm kicking the door back in to go other than, like what you said, Craig, like I would definitely yeah. bring somebody for that cheesecake dessert. Like, if we, especially if we were eating somewhere at City Walk, I'd be like, let's get the most out of the restaurants, go to two different places or something, yeah. or even three. And um, 
but yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to the new whatever's going to go in. Yeah. Now, I, JL, sorry, before I start talking and rambling. Um, do I feel like it was worth it? Yeah. No. Um, mm-hmm. The reason being, I, it's, it's not necessarily a fair shake. This restaurant is on its way out. And you can tell that it's on its way out. Oh, yeah. So my opinion of the place is based on, you know, a staff that for the, you know, a lot of it seems like in, in general, other than John, who was amazing, everyone had given up. Yeah. Um, the, the place itself, when you walk in, it kind of looks like it's given up in some respects. And, um, and for, that, for that amount of money for a meal, no, I don't. I don't feel like it was worth it. I, there were definitely highlights. The appetizers were good. The dessert was good. Um, our service was amazing. But um, I don't feel like as a whole, it was an experience that was worth the amount of money. It is something I wouldn't mind repeating again, but not at that cost. Yeah. No, it's it's absolutely overpriced. Um, and just in general... I think a lot of that feeling that people had already given up there, I think that has been happening for a long, long time in this restaurant. I don't think this was just as of the recent news that this would be on its way out and going over to downtown. Well, not this exact restaurant going to downtown Disney, but a type of version of it going into downtown Disney. I don't think that's the case at all. I think this place just has never been that good in general because it's been overpriced and the food for the most part, just, you know, it's not, you're not getting your money's worth out of it. Uh, you, especially after these new restaurants opened up, it just didn't have a place anymore. And I, I also agree. It was not worth it money wise. The only thing that stood out is this restaurant is worth keeping here ever was that dessert. Mm -hmm. And I will rave about it long past it's gone and start the fan site and start the (laughs) going to petition them, bring back the towering cheesecake. I I will start its own Twitter page. Maybe one day, (laughs) just the towering cheesecake and all its thoughts. Uh, Again, Derek Bergen told us about it and he was not wrong. This, He, he rarely is. This uh, was such a mixed experience. I definitely have more respect for this place afterwards. It still is kind of sad, and it does not belong in the city walk that they have there now, but I will give it some merit. It it did have a purpose at one point in time. Um, Just... Not in 1993. When it was not still. anymore. It, well, <laughs> or not city walk opened Nin- in 99. This would have been perfect in 93 to 95. Yeah. Um, it's uh, like even going to the NBA City website, they, they describe it as dramatic yet warm and comfortable, reminiscent of the classic arenas from the 40s and 50s. And uh, like, I feel like they've always thought that they were this grand restaurant that they never really were. No. And that's sad. And honestly, whenever NBA goes into downtown Disney, it's going to be something way more unique than this and pro- hopefully kicked up in terms of the restaurant aspect. Um, but then again, I could totally expect almost the exact same menu to make its way over to Disney and it would fit in and with the same prices and people over there would absolutely pay for it. And this j- just based on this experience, I am afraid for how long it will last at Disney and actually be a thing there. I wonder I if they're going to ship the statue. I think they I, need to burn. I know. That I kind of that like of all the things they need to lose. Melt the first it down. thing would be the the statue, but 
I mean, it may do well over there. They're putting it in the Disney Quest building. It may be able to be a better experience. <laughs> I, I don't think it's going to be a better experience. Uh, I just have I'm to. Hopeful. I It's not going to be a better experience. <laughs> they have to fill unless they start chopping off floors on Disney Quest. It's five stories. Yeah, there's, it is there's, a giant building. Maybe that's where they'll put the statue. People don't say on their vacations, I came here to get in touch with the NBA. (laughs) And if it's anything like this restaurant, we couldn't even go in there. They had Sports Center on where they were talking about basketball, and then they had a basketball game on. And that was on all the TVs in there. So it's not even like you can go in and enjoy it as a sports fan. If you're not a basketball fan... I think there is football on the on the picture you're currently showing yeah. <laughs> with Sports Center, but I mean it's just it you didn't get that feeling that it was a sports bar. You got it, it was solely so it was NBA basketball. and basketball, and I don't think it has the appeal. I don't think it's going to work over at Disney because I don't think it worked here. And such a shame, such a shame. But uh we we did pay tribute to it, and yes. I've I've got a quote. May it rest in peace. I've got a quote. Uh, King Llama, just one of his comments popped up on here. Uh, he said that the headline for our review should be Ali Oops. I, <laughs> I absolutely agree. That, Nailed it. <laughs> that is the best way to describe NBA City. Ali Oops. Not that big of a hit. That's so, that was really clever. That's kind of what I hope you're out I, I was worried, okay. worried you are going to say MB, NBA is universal at the end, so now I'm hoping you don't. I don't want to just say, say Alley Oops is universal. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'll, I'll preface this starting off. I am not going to say NBA, NBA is, is universal okay. because NBA is not universal. I've been a little bit afraid of that for the last no, five minutes. No, <laughs> I've already got it. Don't worry. I've got my outro there. Um but that's our thoughts on NBA City. May you rest in peace. Uh, if you have, if you're going to be here before it closes down, please go out of your way to meet John. Find him. Uh, let him know how fantastic he is. Get some dessert. Get some cheesecake. Get some cheesecake. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it for our tribute slash review of NBA City. So, um, other than that, just thank you all for watching and listening. Thanks for your input, guys. I love you both. No, I don't, but that's fine, too. You just told me before the show you hate everybody equally. Yes, that is true. I do hate everybody equally. Especially me. Everyone out there, I hate you all equally. Hate is Uh, universal. Hate is universal, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it? No, but that's not what's universal today. Uh, Definitely, if you enjoy what we're doing, make sure you hit like on YouTube. So if you're watching it on YouTube right now, just press that thumbs up button. Let us know if you like it. If you dislike it, hit that thumbs down button. You know, it hurts my feelings, but it's okay. I've got a big spine. Uh, It's long. He's got a tail. (laughs) Got it. Not a tail. I think you want to say you have a thick skin. Thick skin and a thick spine. Okay. It all goes. I'm I'm just a thick person You're in part general. Part hippopotamus. I'm all I'm all thick. Part hippopotamus. Hippopotamus. My rhymes are bottomless. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, and then make sure you're subscribing to us on iTunes so you can listen to us and always we can always be in your head. Uh, check out all the other uh, Diz Unplugged shows as well as the trip that we do at DizUnplugged.com. Um, and then always follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere we're at, and. Uh, because we'll keep throwing stuff out there as long as you guys keep paying attention to it. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. We will be back next week with another show. But remember, cheesecake is universal. Ah.